0: Welcome back to Utter Descent. I'm Brian and with me today I got Kevin. What's up guys? Welcome back. Been a yeah, while. Yeah, uh it's it's definitely been a while. Um yeah. assuming someone listens to this in the future, they'll have no idea. But as I mentioned in the last round, it's uh it's been a bit since we were last were recording. Just holidays. Shit happens. Yep. Yeah. You know, people travel. We get out of our groove. Um we've been trying to record this one for weeks. What a month a <laughs> month now, I think. Maybe more than a month.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just could never quite get that date down.
0: Yeah, every time we tried to something came up, someone got sick or whatever. So but no, we're finally doing it. Luckily this one didn't take up anywhere near as much of my time as fucking Here's My Magic, so this uh this wasn't as important to me to get done.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I, I got your back, Brian. I got my my bite size indie games.
0: Yeah, I can't say the same. I'm I'm going to be giving you some giant RPGs to Freaking play. Fallout stuff, yeah. Hey, Fallout actually doesn't take too long. The original one's quite reasonable. All right, we'll we'll see. Com- comparatively, <laughs> it's it's definitely not a three-hour game like Bastion. Yeah, it's like oh, it only takes thirty hours instead of eighty. <laughs> well, at least it's not here's my magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I would have stopped playing that game way before you did
0: (laughs) that's why we have the new rules i'm not allowed to do that anymore unless i'm having fun but i still need to stop so we can record
1: i'm like you shouldn't it's bad for your health jeez (laughs) i just
0: it felt like it was beating me i couldn't just let it win i needed to beat it and it did win because i didn't beat it piece of fucking shit (laughs) (laughs) finally finally dragged me down with its bullshit Oh now you need to go do this. Oh now you need to go do that. Oh wait, we forgot to tell you you need to do this. Fuck you. Just gotta, just gotta let it go.
1: Dark Souls I could not leave that fast enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should've you should have kept playing that
1: game. That's a fantastic game. I I just talked to someone at work and they're like, Yeah, I was playing Dark Souls three or like I never got around to it and I was like, Did you play like two and one? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, did you beat it? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, you know, I just played the mage for like the first one and It was kind of like easy mode, and he's like, I just was like, why do people think this game's hard? I'm like, what is wrong with you?
0: (laughs) That guy's lying. He's lying to your face. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way. Probably. I almost almost beat that game after we were playing it. I I just kind of got out of sync with having to play Heroes. But I think I'm on like the second to last boss. Kind of sad. Jeez. Depressing almost. Yep. Anyway. In
1: lighter news. uh
0: and, yeah, I guess... Now, Bastion's pretty fucked up. I don't think this is a lighter game. Actually, yeah, it
1: is really freaking dark. It looks beautiful in all light-friendly colors, and then just like, by the way, freaking apocalyptic
0: destruction. You know what's unfortunate? Hmm. Because I had played this game so many times, or so much time before we were gonna do the original uh, recording, I actually had that guy's voice down just from, like, making oh. <laughs> fun of him while I was playing, and I had full intentions of just mockingly saying things throughout here, but I don't really remember how he talks. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> I might just do it anyway, just to, <laughs> just to be like that. The kid found himself between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> the kid found his friend. He's yeah. the only friend he ever had. <laughs> his hammer. Oh my god, that's so great. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, let's see. Let me Let me try and give an introduction to this thing of of how it felt.
1: Yeah, describe it. What is it?
0: It's a isometric, top-down hack-and-slasher with, you know, the pretentious arty filter turned up to maximum overdrive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's rated overwhelmingly positive by people who probably are just giving it good reviews because it's an indie game. Hey, Just hey. saying. Just I saying. will show you some <laughs> garbage indie games. So. <laughs> Which you'll still say, you know, for an indie game. Uh, yes you will, no, there's, yes, you uh, will. Sorry, carry on <laughs> yeah so <laughs> this game I tried playing probably when it came out because you and Mark wouldn't shut up about it and based on how many hours I had in when I went to go back and play it again I played it for probably 30 minutes and then went no I don't need to play this this is a waste of my time like it's it's the controls it's that top down isometric view It's just This is not my jam. You know, there's only so much that sexy man's voice can get me through. (laughs) But upon coming back to the game, I pretty much had the same feeling. I got about to the point where you get the second weapon. And I'm like, oh man, I really don't want to play this. I'm not really that interested in what's going on. I don't don't really care. This is is kind of just one giant linear corridor that I'm running down. And I keep falling off and dying. (laughs) I'm not really... I'm kind of bored. Can I stop playing?
1: But you you kept going,
0: and it kept and being boring, you, and and I kept kind of wanting to stop playing. <laughs>
1: but you were like, "I gotta finish this game."
0: Oh no, not at
1: all. What? Not at all. Wait did did, did you beat the game?
0: I did beat the game. Okay. Of course I did. Okay, all right, all right, all right.
1: I mean, you, know the, you don't have to want to beat the game. I just want to know because the whole point of this game is to beat it.
0: Yeah, I, I beat it. I put okay the. Uh, eight-ish hours into it, so that's, that's I got right. through. Okay, okay, just, just checking, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, I just didn't care. Most of the twists and turns that it came up with, I called before they happened, and you only have my word to take on that, so you know it's true. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, the, the, it was just, in general, I was very uninterested, and the few times that it kind of was piquing my interest it something happened, and we can get into the specifics later, that just ended up ruining it for me you know it's this kind of a game it's always the little things that just slowly pile up and and drag me down you know there might be one interesting thing in the game that makes me want to play i'm trying to think what that could have been in dust (sighs) force no there's nothing (laughs) too bad nothing maybe maybe the challenge if i was being very generous but there's you know, there's small things that make me go. Oh, maybe I can just look past all the rest of this, and then they grind it down. And so I'm like, no, that really wasn't that interesting either.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, as as Yatio put it, it's a it's a shit game for twats. Whoa.
1: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, smart my reaction. So, I I had played this like a, a long time ago. Like you said, back when we when it first came out, basically, and uh when did it come out?
0: 2011. Yeah, maybe. we were uh, yeah, still. on. So, we are still in undergrad at that point. Yeah, that's, that's about right.
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I freaking loved it back then. And I was like, all right, time to time to boot up this thing. Let's see. Let's let's see what it is like now. And I played it, and I just I blew through the whole thing in like three or four hours because I was like, I just I just want to get through the whole story thing and remember everything about it. And I was just like,
0: why would anyone not like this game? It's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, in preparation for. One of our re attempts to to record, I actually did go back and play through it again to remind myself. I didn't get all the way through. I I got to like second or third boss and went, "That's enough." Um, <laughs> but no, you're you're absolutely right. Especially on the second playthrough, it's so easy. I mean, it's easy to begin with, but definitely easier the second time around.
2: Yeah, yeah. The first time mostly I because probably... I knew
0: where the paths were going to come up, so I wouldn't fall.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At least it doesn't kill you. When that happens,
0: yeah, but falling on my face was only funny the first time, yeah it does it does happen a lot it Get, gets very tiresome yeah gets very tiresome. I didn't even really chuckle the first time I was more like, uh oh, they were clearly doing that to be funny. It's not gonna work on me nice try game, <laughs> but all right,
1: let's see who reads the thing I read the thing, someone reads the thing you read the description okay because you're you're leading it okay, cool, so great yeah great description so it's bastion so it says. Discover the secrets of the calamity, a surreal catastrophe
0: that shattered the world to pieces. Period. That is exactly the Period. kind of pretentious, douchey <laughs> description I would expect for this game that tells me nothing. Tells <laughs> it's, you just everything. As, it's just as vague as the introduction to the game. tells you everything you need to know.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> so, here we go. so, yeah, if we go down to the, where it says about the game. Bastion is an action role-playing experience that redefines storytelling in games with a reactive narrator who marks your every move. I uh, mean, that's, that's the actual
0: description. <sighs> redefines? I mean, I'm pretty sure I've played other games that did something similar. This is not genre-defining.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a bit reaching there. I mean, it's not really redefining anything. It's just like a guy narrating when you get to like predetermined spots on the map. Like, yeah, where if you <laughs> swing
0: your sword, he goes, and then the kid swung his sword.
1: Or if you kill some guy, they're just like, "Then the kid put him down." Or if you don't, he's like, "The kid spared his life." It's like, yeah, right. Doesn't, it's like
0: yeah. And then the kid took a break for a while. Yeah, <laughs> if you just stand made still. himself <laughs> a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not very, yeah. not very reactive. But it does say that these environments were hand painted, so that's actually kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, the game the game is
0: beautiful. I mean beautiful okay you know it's
2: beautiful it
0: it looks pretty okay there we go (laughs) they they did a good job with their color coordination but in terms of like giving me any kind of a interplay between what's going on in the story and the environment i'm in or any consistency between the environment and what's supposed to have happened it's completely lacking there's no connection to any of what's this whole thing's about. Especially whenever you look past the fucking landscape you're standing on, and you see the world behind you. So apparently the world blew up, but no, not really. Because it's right there, I can see it. I mean, you're just,
1: you know, you're over the wreckage, you know? I'm floating
0: in the sky above the world that's not destroyed. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, the surface is destroyed.
0: But there's a forest under me. Those skyboxes matter, Kevin. People don't live there? I don't (laughs) know.
1: I mean, why are pieces randomly floating up underneath your feet in the first place?
0: Like, I don't know, but if it was just a black void behind me, at least it'd be consistent. Yeah. And if falling doesn't matter, why can't I just drop back down to the earth? Just saying. I don't know. Because you get plucked back up? By who?
1: Oh, the narrator.
0: No, he's an actual person. Yeah, that's right. He's an actual guy. Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. So,
1: <laughs> I think we got the initial impressions to... Pretty much. So you were already crapping over the intro.
0: I don't think there was an intro cinematic. It was just, the kid woke up. Oh, yeah. The world wow. he knew was no longer there. <laughs> so he started walking.
1: Uh, I just love yeah. how epic like every line is from that guy.
0: Right. It's so
1: funny. <laughs> it's so
0: dramatic. Kid picked up a pike and a pistol. Weapons of champions.
1: <laughs> yeah, every weapon combo is just like, <laughs> uh, I see you selected. You
0: picked up the machete and the rifle. Yeah. True gunslinger. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what I picked up but okay, I guess you ran out of zingy one-liners for weapon combinations. Yeah. Uh, so good. Definitely be a force to reckon with.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so in terms of intro, not really much going on. Although it is kind of cool they stick to just the gameplay, like you're doing stuff while, while stuff's being explained to you. It's not you will sit there for like 20 minutes.
0: We'll get into this later when we get into <laughs> the story cuz I want to agree with you but I don't think I can. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's uh let's do some gameplay shit.
1: All right. All right, so gameplay. So it's isometric yeah. hack and slash like you said.
0: Worst. You
1: you hate Worst. those games.
0: Oh my god. I like hack and slash. I like like God of War and I played a lot of, well, I don't know if I liked Bayonetta, but I tolerated Bayonetta. <laughs> Prototype was a lot of fun. I've played a lot of those hack-and-slash games. I just don't like the isometric view. It's, there's something about it that just really grinds my gear. I don't like third person either, but this particular view angle is very annoying to me.
1: It's like cause I don't not, like the way... It's like, because you're not moving like, you know, how you like traditionally would move, where like forward is like, the guy's going forward, not going kind of northwest on whatever orientation no. that is or
0: no that's not it i, I think it's, it's like the depth I think perception of a, or something no no i think it's more just the fact that things will get obscured and you can't see them because it's hidden behind a piece of wall or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it just makes it more difficult for you to control your character because you can't really see everything that you need to see um and i also like to look around while i'm doing stuff and I'm not allowed to do that. It does make targeting specific enemies more of a hassle than it needs to be, too.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that because that's why I don't. One thing I find annoying about like the the two D like fighters, like um, what was it called? Double dragons or something like like the one where you're walking down like two D, but there's like three D depth perception, but you're just walking with oh. sprites and like you're trying to align on that axis, and it's just like what the hell?
0: Right, and, like all of the hack and slash sideways walkathons from the yeah. arcade days yeah. like the X-Men one and the Simpsons one i know what you're talking about yeah those are awful too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh uh, let me punch you oh sorry i'm not standing on the same pixel as you so i can't hit you my bad can i low kick you no. okay
1: yeah <laughs> those i think those things are definitely a lot worse at least in the isometric you you have that sideways angle where like mo- like you can hit a lot of the sprite but yeah, I agree. There's certain angles where it's not its not that great.
0: It's also a lot easier to do, I'm sure. So, it tends to fall into the category of indie games and a lot of, like, these kind of games I don't like. So, it could be maybe more that I'm okay with isometric view. I just don't like the games that are associated with it.
1: <laughs> well, I got plenty more for you, bro. <laughs> <And> we're gonna <sighs> keep trying me. until you find one. Fuck me. I mean, Fallout, the game, Fallout was isometric, right? From what I can see, yeah, and
0: I didn't, I didn't like that part of Fallout.
1: Oh well, that that drove
0: me nuts because there were there were so many times where I couldn't see what I was doing because I'm behind a wall, and knowing what Fallout became made it extra frustrating to have to play that way.
1: Yeah, maybe you just you just hate that thing.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's
0: it's not a fun way to play. (laughs) As for like other bits of the game style, I mean, it's a fairly standard hack-and-slash-a-thon where you just kind of go through a world, collect things that either are new weapons or let you get upgrades for your weapons, and they send you on some linear pathway to go find a thing to continue the story. You know, typical plot continuation device. Um, in this case, it's shards of, I guess, power crystals. They didn't really explain it, but that's what they seem to be. And uh, yeah, And as you go through and collect these things and upgrade your weapons, it becomes easier to play and eventually you pretty much hit a point where you have your preferred layout of weapons and you never touch any of the other ones. So very, yeah. very standard for hack and slash game.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, why would I ever change my gameplay style if I don't have to? Cause right. I'm, I'm winning. So,
0: yeah. right. And I tried this other gun and it's shit. So I'm not going to use it again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I kind of like how they, they set that up where you start out like in a hub world, and initially nothing's there and then every time you complete a mission you can like build you know it, like the game actually gives you like a little bit of choice without being like you can screw yourself over by not picking the right thing so i, I kind of like that where you're in this hub world after each mission you get to choose which building to pick and the buildings are like armories or you can get like power-ups um or you can go like buy upgrades of this one thing or complete quests to get more money at something else and then you can choose which one to like super upgrade and. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool how it did it, where it gave you a lot of flexibility. Um, but then it does come down to where, like, yeah, after a while, you only use, like, the same thing over and over again.
0: I don't know. I I found pretty much every building that you could have outside of the armory. Uh, and I guess, I don't know if you upgraded in the armory as well. I think you did. Outside of that one, it was pretty much useless, because I, I wasn't going to go and spend money to get upgrade tokens, because I was beating the game easily so there's no point. I wasn't going to go and, you know, do the side quests cuz I didn't need money cuz I didn't need to upgrade my stuff, and I definitely wasn't going to turn on all the the skulls from Halo to make the game harder cuz I wanted it to be over. So, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to do any of that. Yeah,
1: I mean yeah, I mean if you don't invest in the game then yeah, you know, a lot of those features are going to be be kind of wasted on you cuz like the first time I played, it's like yeah, you, you want to upgrade your weapons because
0: it's hard you're trying to complete all the challenges i think but it's not hard well so (laughs) it's it's really not (laughs) like the first thing in my notes i think literally the first line is too easy (laughs) (laughs) well followed by fuck nice music (laughs) there we
1: go yeah i mean there's there's some parts like in certain areas that were they were kind of difficult, but I think the actual challenges, I don't know if you did any of those.
0: I beat pretty much every one of them. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, never mind. Almost on the first try. <laughs> there was, I'm trying to remember. I think the the shotgun one took more than one try, mm-hmm. but after a while, I realized I could upgrade my weapons before going into the challenges, so I just did that and then beat them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, see, I was going to say like the upgrades can help a lot with that, because if you don't have those, then they can kind of suck.
0: Yeah, they were way too easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the bosses... No, the bosses were so fucking easy. Everyone First try. I didn't even know that you could buy, like, the ability to have extra lives and resurrect in the middle of battle because I just wasn't dying.
1: Yeah, I don't think I died a single time on my, my second playthrough.
0: Yeah, not, not a yeah. very challenging game. Definitely Which, thinks more of itself than it should have. I mean, it doesn't have to
1: be Dark Souls. Like, I'm gl- freaking glad it's not Dark Souls.
0: Yeah, and- this isn't even, like... It's even halfway between.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I will say this. I do, like I said, I appreciated the game given options. And, you know, just with that, like, it gives you options to increase the difficulty by doing, like, the the Halo Skull thing. So, like, if if you want, you know, you can make it harder. You can basically just enjoy the game however much you want, which you didn't really want to enjoy the game too much. So that's why it didn't really (laughs) pay off too much. (laughs)
0: By the time I had the option to do that, I had already decided I didn't want to play the game anymore. It had lost its chance to entice me. That's their fault for putting that later in the game. They should have done that earlier.
1: Yeah, I was saying the skull thing.
0: Or however you want to do it to make the game more fun. I'm saying specifically in this case, it was a skull thing, making it enough of a challenge that I might have had more fun. Although... I may have just taken that as the game's fucking me about and decided just not to play it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like the pace, how it cause it's supposed to draw you in because you're trying to unlock all the stuff and get all the buildings and like restore all the things. And then once you do that, you're like, oh, sweet! Now I can can upgrade and I can do these challenges and like you know keep keep going from
2: there.
0: But for such a story driven game, with what did they what did they say in here? Uh, redefines storytelling none of it has anything to do with the story so no they actually did a very bad job of their whole hub world upgrading stuff challenges and all that because it had nothing to do with the story the center of the game
1: i don't know i mean you see like as you (laughs) as you progress no the hub world like changes and it most like we're talking about the gameplay the gameplay of like upgrading weapons doesn't i mean necessarily have to do anything with the story to make it good like, I think they can have, they can tell it while still having, like, a hub world as, like, a gameplay element. And the hub world does actually serve a point in the story, too. And it, like, it takes Kinda. damage and it goes through these different phases as you're, like, building it or things are happening to it. So, I'd say it's definitely, it's definitely kind of a character in there.
0: Well, I mean, compared to the rest of the characters, sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <sighs> um, out of curiosity, what was your... And what was your um, combination of weapons that you ended up choosing? Um, So
1: I mainly always kept the hammer because I I found it just
0: freaking kills people so easily. Or it's because you're Mr. Vanilla.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I I did not use the little submachine gun thingy. I, I mean, I did fully upgrade it and I wanted to use it, but I think I typically always went with the hammer or... The sniper, that rifle that you get. Hmm. I think those hmm. those are my two things. What was the other? Oh, the the bow. I pl- I used a ton of that in my first playthrough. But this one, I was mainly the uh, repeater thing and then the sniper.
0: Yeah, it, it was. Let's see. It was hammer, machete, bow. Uh, yeah, submachine gun, pistol thingy, shotgun, rifle, dual wielded pistols, pike, and I think the cannon.
1: Oh, I forgot about the pistols. I use those a lot, too. Yeah. Because those are just, um, those are just
0: fun. No, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I pretty much picked up the hammer went, wow, this is not my style. And The second I found anything else, I picked it up. <laughs> so I went immediately onto the machete, and I was pretty much machete bow for a while. And then I tried out the um, the submachine gun upgraded, realized it was OP as hell. And just stuck with that. And mm. when I found the pike, I liked that better than the machete. Oh. So that was that was pretty much what I used the entire game. <laughs> I tried everything else out, but I just I was like, "This isn't a shotgun is a situational weapon. I'm not going to be carrying that around all the time. Mm-hmm. The sniper rifle is also a situational weapon. I'd much rather have something where I can, you know, remove the hordes that they're throwing at you all the time."
2: Yeah
0: yeah it's
1: a pretty good combo i personally didn't like the machete for (laughs) the reason i like the guns which is like it's basically how fast you tap the button and for some reason i just didn't like that with with the melee combat but i was okay using it for the other thing (laughs) Hmm. the hammer was really good just because it did so much damage and then there's this upgrade you can do where you're shielding and you wait for a bit and then you can use your hammer while you're shielded and it does like tons of damage so you can just basically just kill anything
2: Hmm,
0: that's incredibly unfair (laughs) hammer no i was i was very uninterested in the hammer that was not anything i wanted to use yeah i think the
1: hammer was op because the upgrade path was like ridiculous it was like double the damage double the damage again then you can attack while you're shielded i'm like all right cool
0: this is great (laughs) yeah as i said the game provided upgrades without a feeling like you needed the upgrades. There are many times I went into the hub world completely forgot to upgrade anything, just moved on to the next level. That's uh it's not how RPGs are supposed to work, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I will say it almost like I guess in that case it almost gave you like too many options. Like they want you to be able to beat it any weapon combo you want, but that means they can't really make it difficult for any one particular playstyle. They kind of made it like they had when you first get the weapon then you're forced to use it till the end of the level, and so like they put in like the weapon-specific enemies, kind of. But it's not like you need the weapon; it just makes it kind of slightly more convenient to have that weapon.
0: I don't but, remember any of the enemies being particularly easier to kill with one thing or another.
1: There was like, I guess in particular when you get the the rifle, they had like these flowers that would like stay closed and block every all the damage, and then they would open up for like two seconds and if you shot it they would close again so like with the sniper you could just kill it in like one hit without getting close to it which they were supposed to be like oh look you can just do that or like when you get the flamethrower there's like a bunch of those little tiny annoying things that you can just mow down
0: i forgot about the flamethrower yeah also one that i picked up and went nope never gonna use that
1: yeah (laughs) because a flamethrower is not a situational weapon (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i felt like too like a lot of that stuff if it didn't have good range damage or something like it just was like yeah, I'm just not going to use this. The mortar thing was really... That was kind of stupid. Yeah,
0: that was... Def- oh, yeah, I forgot about the mortar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to use that, but I'm like... I, it doesn't come back after I hold it down, so it's picked its range, and it's not where it needs to go. So, no. I, I'm having a hard time hitting a fucking moving target with these shitty controls.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that and then you get the cannon thing for, like, A-level or something. <sighs> right. Which... That thing was actually, like, ridiculous. Like, I actually, I, I never used it in my first playthrough. On well, my second one, I was like, huh, maybe I'll try it. And they had, like, the these ninja characters that would, like, teleport in front of you. And they were just, like, one shot. They would go down. I was like, oh, damn, this is actually really good.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that was very hard to aim. Oh, yeah, that was That's the only I...
1: weapon you actually had to, like, aim, aim. That and the rifle, mm-hmm. I think. Everything yeah, else kind of I... locked on in the general direction.
0: Yeah, I was not a fan of the cannon. Yeah. Um. As for level design.
1: <laughs> Sigh. Uh, Moving on. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's my opinion. I mean, as I said, they're pretty. I would definitely not go as far to say beautiful. They're very cluttered and visually confusing. I thought that the way the the paths would come up was interesting for the first like couple levels, but then After a while, I realized they were doing that, you know, you have two choices, go left or right. Oh, you went right? Aren't you stupid? You should have went left. (laughs) Like, there's usually not something at the end of those paths. Even if there was, I didn't need it, I didn't want it, so there was no real reason to be exploring. You know, they didn't give you extra story or, you know, maybe they gave you some upgrade material, but as I point out, I didn't care. So... There were no new weapons to find because the weapons would be laid out right in front of you, and you knew how many weapons you were going to pick up. So just there's just a lot of clutter on the screen, and, and not really any reason to explore it and uh, and try and see what was going on. I also noticed that they they were just very predictable as to what they were going to do with their areas. If you took away the specifics of the region you were in, they were kind of all the same. You know, it kinda of looked like someone just took a piece of paper and just started playing that, that game where you keep drawing lines to make boxes. But they <laughs> ne- they never finished any boxes. That's basically how I feel they put these these levels together. Just like random walk in the center of a graph paper will randomly put start here, end there, done.
1: Yeah, I will say like it did you know the level design really wasn't too big of a strong point. It did seem almost like it was randomly generated in some cases, just like we're gonna stuff this giant arena, and then here's like an L-shaped piece onto another walkway. And then, like, yeah, it just felt very disjointed. And a lot of the places just seemed pretty similar. Like, they had, like, the swamp place and then the fireplace. But since it was all just the same, like, isometric-type, same blocks and stuff, it, yeah, it I felt like each it level... Didn't it didn't feel different. Yeah, it didn't... It just felt like, you know, you're just running through the same thing. Oh, here's the staircases. Here's my little moving platform thing. Which, I guess, is just a limitation kind of on I don't know, the viewpoint or just the style they were going for but yeah it didn't it didn't feel very strong and yeah just the the general like you said with just how the level was even laid out it was always just it was super linear and then yeah the left hallway right hallway and i would always try to pick the one where you weren't supposed to go because i actually wanted to collect the stuff and so like that was like annoying to figure out because you're running down this thing and you're like is this the way i'm supposed to go is this enough enemies to indicate that this is the main path and then you get to a giant area and you're like, ah, oh, crap, that's definitely going to be some kind of fight, so I need to go back and then explore the other areas. Like, that was that was pretty annoying.
0: Right. And just the, the way that nothing really seemed to have anything to do with the area you were in. Like, you weren't really fighting a wide variety of, you know, enemies that made it feel like, oh, now I'm clearly in the forest level, so I'm fighting foresty things or anything like that. It was kind of just yeah, well, we kind of ran out of ideas, so you're going to fight the pickaxe guy again. Have fun with that. <laughs> Which really made them feel similar.
1: Yeah, the fact that the enemy is like, yeah, there's just not really much variety. I feel like in most games, they kind of have the separate biomes where there's like, you know, you enter a new biome and it's like, oh, damn, here's all these new enemies. And this one just kind of had like the same ones just over and over again. And occasionally they'd introduce some like, they'd introduce a new enemy in the, like a, its own specific level. But then they would just, from then on, also have it in there. Right. And so at the end, it just felt like a giant, like freaking mishmash. of just Every every possible enemy you've ever seen, whether it make like the swamp enemies would be in this this level. And it's just like the stuff doesn't stop making sense
0: a bit. I mean, it never made sense, but <laughs> yeah, I I agree. It just, I think the worst part was is it's not just that they would take all the enemies and copy paste them throughout the rest of the missions. They didn't really feel different they look different but they didn't really do anything that was drastically different enough to make them anything other than something i'm just going to look at and hold down the button until they die Mm -hmm. like every now and then they throw one that you had to dodge but you could say that for every one of the enemies none of them did something so you know varied that you actually had to think of a different way to fight them
1: yeah most of them were just keep shooting it and then it dies even like for the ones where they're like uh those jumping frog things where they're like, you gotta hit it from behind. You actually don't. You can just keep hitting it and it's going to die. Or the ones where you push it off the edge. Yeah. Or they're like little green floating things so like you gotta hit it when their eyes are open. It's like technically that does more damage, but you can also just keep hitting them over and over
0: again. (laughs) Exactly. It's like I could or I could just kill it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean personally I liked the gameplay and how snappy it was and switching between all the different weapons, using all the abilities. Like, I thought it was it was a ton of fun. But yeah, there definitely wasn't, like... The abilities.
0: Any... I never even touched them. I completely forgot that I had that button to push. Yeah, I mean, just honestly... Never, never used it. I never, basically, never had a reason to.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I only used the one hammer thing and literally nothing else.
0: <laughs> so you just had another attack with a hammer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pr- pretty much.
0: <sighs> I also thought that it was kind of stupid that they were making your character out to be the avatar because every do? time you pick up a new a new weapon they're like oh man the trappers they were the best gunslingers and the, 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 the. and then you beat their challenge round and you go i guess even the trappers weren't that good at shooting <laughs> it's like so i'm i'm the avatar i can take everyone's specialized weapons and use them better than them you're just the best at everything yeah exactly but i'm just a kid just a kid even though i'm clearly like <laughs> some pyramid-shaped dude, not a kid.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know why he was calling him a kid because he's like explaining all this backstory about how he's like in the military or something and all this crap. And I'm like,
0: it's like this is
1: not a kid. He's just, he's just some dude, actually. And then the guy who's talking is like three feet tall or something.
0: <laughs> Maybe you're just that tall. <laughs> Good lord! But yeah. Anyway, back to level design. Um, I also did not appreciate the. Zelda-esque fuck-this-world attitude that they had about it, where everything that you came across, you could just smash into pieces for pretty much no reason. Oh, what's wrong with that? It just doesn't fit the character that they're trying to put together. You're supposed to be saving the world. Why are you breaking everyone's shit? Oh. And them. This is the same problem I have with Zelda, and having Link do that. You're supposed to be the stalwart hero of the land, going around saving everyone from the big bad guy, and then you come in and take all their stuff and you know, take a shit in their potted plants because fuck you, I'm Link.
1: I mean, those pots are meant to be broken.
0: Are they? By someone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, you can... Well, next smoke. time I come over to your house, I'm going to pick up your laptop and throw it on the ground and tell you, well, it was meant to be broken. No, that is
1: not meant to be broken. <laughs> what is if they had
0: coins in it, Kevin? <laughs> Have you checked? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, see, see what you're saying. Although, you know, if the world's already destroyed, you know, I mean, what's what does it matter? Nobody's nobody's alive. You even see the dead people just standing around, and you can kill them again, <laughs> which I assume that you did.
0: Oh, of course, I destroyed everything in my yeah, path. Yeah, there you go. I'm just saying that in terms of story building, like the game's touting, it's not very good. Especially whenever the guys in the background go. And then the kid took out his rage. Yeah,
1: like when you uh you go up and the guy's like, poor guy, you know, turn to turn to stone or whatever. And then you just kill Lost him. Lost his like, bar. Yeah, you just kill him and he's like, Guess he was just dust anyway or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's always trying to put a spin on it.
0: I guess they still had that this hard feelings. <laughs> Not anymore. <Yeah. laughs> I guess that's where they're trying to claim that the
1: storytelling, it's like, you know, it's whatever your character's doing. You know, you can can be the cynical, I'm just going to destroy everything, whatever, or you can be the nice guy who just doesn't touch anything, and they're like, guess I'm going to leave him at his resting place, or something.
0: That's the pretentious reading into the game more that I keep uh, mentioning. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you see, what they really meant was, maybe they didn't mean anything by it.
1: I don't know. I mean, I think they definitely wanted it to be open to the player and you you can rage through everything or you cannot and the guy would comment on you not doing that
0: so why is he wearing a scarf why is it red is he a blood i don't freaking know Brian. <laughs> 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 i'm saying i think that's what we're going for
2: Hey.
1: so you're i mean you're like he's not respecting the place you're not respecting the place
0: brian because it's ah. you they got me. You. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm the player. Whoa. <laughs> oh no. I have controls over his actions. Oh. Or does he have control over my action? Oh my god. No. Nice try. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it didn't stop me from breaking stuff in in Zelda games either. It's just it doesn't fit with what they're trying to put together. Hmm. hmm. And they don't respond in a way that seems reasonable. Like, if the old man was like, "Wow." kid's kind of a douche. You're like, ah, alright, at least a narrator understands I'm being an asshole. Or if in Zelda, I went up to someone, broke all their pots, and slapped them in the face, they fucking give me the finger and tell me to get the hell out of their house. Instead, they're just fucking sitting there with their eyes wide open, smiling. (laughs) It's okay. Please save us from the camera. No. (laughs) Make my actions mean something.
1: I mean, go try attacking the chickens and see what happens. Chickens. Hmm.
0: Did I attack chickens? I might have done that.
1: You might have done that, because then they all freaking kill you. The people or the chickens? The chickens.
0: Yeah, but I'm not being reprimanded by the people who own the chickens. Yeah. I mean. They're more like, yeah, don't fuck with my chickens, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything about it, but they're immortal.
1: I don't know. I mean in Skyrim you can put a <laughs> bucket on someone's head, just loot their entire house, and then they don't they don't care. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of of hard to get NPCs to recognize what's going
0: on. That's legitimately a person breaking the game. (laughs) I didn't have to break the game to do this. Yeah. And to be fair, in Skyrim, if you go and even touch one of their things without their permission, they will call the guards on you and the entire town will come out and murder you. That's true. They take their pickpocketing very seriously. Very, very seriously. (laughs) Oh, good lord. Um... I don't really think there's anything else to say about the level design. It was it was blandy McBlanderson. Just yeah. not much to say about it. Um, very inconsistent in terms of like the theme they were going for too. I couldn't really tell what. It's like, a mix of like Arabian Nights and midi- mm-hmm. medieval castles. Weird.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess there they had like the two factions. I forget what the hell the no, they were called.
0: Uh, I can look through my notes. But Start with a Z.
1: Yeah. All their names start with these, but, like, they, yeah, it seemed like they were going with some, like, Middle Eastern Arabian theme, and then, uh...
0: Oh, no, Ura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, era is that the guy? No, that's, that's the people. Yeah, that's the people.
1: Yeah, because they were, like, all, like, the freaking ninjas with the swords and, and crazy stuff, and then it seemed like the regular guys were, like, the more Western society or whatever.
0: Right, but apparently the Ura lived underground, and now I'm in the sky, so why is there mm. shit up in my sky?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they lived underground. That's
2: actually
0: kind yeah, of. Yeah, they lived underground. <laughs> but we can we can talk about that in the the story bit.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. One other thing before we move on to like tech and on, like controls and stuff, did you notice that they ripped off one of the Super Mario characters? Um, I'm trying to think which one you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but it's the one that's made of like three balls stacked on top of each other, kind of as like cat ears. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took one look at that, I'm like, you lazy motherfuckers, you really couldn't think of another thing to do and that you had is... to come up with. You're already kind of ripping off Crash with the, the statues that shoot things at me, and now you're going to go with Mario characters.
1: That is pretty funny. I forgot about that thing. <laughs> that is just straight a bunch of spiky balls stacked on top of each other.
0: Yep. 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 Nonsense. <laughs> um. As for the controls, they worked. It's, it's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to fuck up controls in a hack and slash. It's pretty much just move around and keep pushing or hold down this button until everything dies.
1: Yeah. No, I thought they did a good job with the the attacks. Went really smooth. The combat seemed pretty smooth. You could just dodge around, and I didn't really have any problems with it.
0: Yeah. Definitely combined with the combat made it way too easy i definitely would have been very upset if they made the combat harder by just making the control shitty but <laughs> see,
1: at least you got that at least but you got it was controls.
0: it was it was still there's nothing to write home about just didn't make me upset so that's a good thing
1: <laughs> all right well i'll take that
0: that's moving on <laughs> that's the takeaway from the entire thing yeah. meh game good controls <laughs> <laughs>
1: i see um, what i can get yeah so the, the technical stuff then
0: yeah um the interface, it worked. Um, I don't remember it getting in my way. I don't really remember it giving me too much information or too little information. Um, I kind of remember being low on health wasn't... Maybe it didn't like let me know I was low on health early enough. Mm-hmm. Not that I died, but you know, it tended to be I would notice I'm low on health because I'm about to die. Not like, oh, I'm starting to get low, I should back out and suck a potion down. Mm-hmm. Um, Otherwise, like the upgrade areas and all that, it, it worked fine. It's just standard menu with boxes to click on.
1: Boom! Another win for Bastion. <laughs> it's an okay interface. All right. It's an okay interface. Boom! We yeah, got they... another win. I'll take that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as for the graphics, they were actually pretty terrible. Um, the game. Whoa! What the crap? The the painted textures and everything. As I said, they look pretty. But if you ever noticed when you got your character to pick up stuff and it would zoom in on him (laughs) all of a sudden the graphics just went to shit it's almost like they they focused in and came in close enough you could actually see how pixelated it was Mm -hmm. and the animations were horrible like it was just (laughs) it was really bad as for the rest of it as i said they did a good job with like i guess drawing everything by hand but it the graphics aren't really that that good um it's better than pixel art, I'll give them that, <laughs> but yeah, the animations and everything were kind of basic and uninteresting,
1: yeah, yeah there's nothing too crazy. I mean, I did say it it looks really good, I think for an indie game, just the different colors and <clears throat> the style and drawings that they were going for, um I mean yeah, I mean at the end of the day, it is like all just pixels, so yeah when you fly in there, not a very flattering look at the guy, but <laughs> I thought like the right. I thought just the general the theme and all the different colors, I think, um, instead of it just being like black and white or some crap.
0: Well, that's what I was trying to say. Like it looks pretty, but as I said about the level design, it's it's cluttered, and there's just a lot going on on the screen at all times, and it's not really consistent. They don't have like when you're in some areas, it's not like okay, we have a consistent palette swatch we're working through here to make things look nice and consistent and easy on the eyes. It's more like we're gonna pick a tone and every color we can have in that tone is going to be used. This is the bright neon world. Neon vomit. <laughs> and we're gonna have sparkles on top of it.
1: Yeah, that's what you're saying.
0: Um yeah that's does not much else to say about the graphics. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. um audio, I gotta say I did like the music. Yeah. I I don't I'm It reminded me it reminded me of the audio from um, Rebel Galaxy, which I think I told you about—the space exploration game where you kind of like go around collecting, trading, completing missions for factions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. following some storyline. Yeah, similar music, kind of one of the reasons I really liked that game was just sitting there and flying through space, listening to their whatever kind of music that is. Um, but. Outside of the music, I mean, obviously the guy's voice was beautiful. Um, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> greatest thing about the game, potentially.
0: I don't really remember any other sounds. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't remember. If the en- I think the enemies had specific sounds, but they weren't like, that distinct. I think mm-hmm. the rest of it was kind of just drowned out by the music. Yeah, But unlike other games where you kind of need those enemy sound cues to let you know what's going on, you can see everything the entire time, so I guess it's really not a drawback. Yeah, there's only
1: like one sound that the blue guys make, I think, whenever yeah. they appear. But like, yeah, it doesn't matter because you just freaking see everything that's happening anyway. So, yeah, I don't think there really is much else to be said with outside of the music because mm-hmm. the music's great. You, I mean, whenever you see like the game comes bundled with a soundtrack pack or like that's an option, it's just like, all right, this is gonna be a pretty good soundtrack and the developer that's
0: that's an assumption well <laughs> that is an assumption sir i don't know if if you need to sell i'm gonna soundtrack. put out a soundtrack i'm gonna put out a soundtrack with our next podcast right. <laughs> <laughs> just to prove you wrong all right you could do that no i won't that's too much work
1: a <laughs> little like 10 second bit
0: yeah, that's a fantastic song <laughs> uh
1: but the the developer makes um because they, they also make transistor which has another really good soundtrack. And so they just they just always managed to get really good soundtracks. I don't know. So this one was definitely awesome. good.
0: It's because they have Warner Brothers backing them up. It's not really an indie game if you have Wait, Warner oh, Brothers pff, backing you up. Do they? Is that? Yes. Publisher. Oh, it's Warner the publisher. Brothers. Oh,
1: they, don't, they don't do anything. They're just there to <laughs> freaking manufacture
0: the game. Just saying. <laughs> anything else you need to drool over in terms of the audio?
1: No, I'm good. I'm enough drool.
0: Wipes it all up?
1: Okay. Yeah. Now let's drool over
0: the story. There Uh... we go. (laughs) So about that story. Yeah. Tell me what happened, Kevin. Or do you want me to tell you what I think happened and you can tell me if I'm wrong? Um I'm
1: sure your version's gonna be funnier, so let's let's go
0: with that. Okay. So let's go from uh from the beginning to the to the end. So you wake up, apparently you maybe I guess you were drunk. I don't know. Maybe you do hard drugs. Somehow you slept through whatever the fuck happened to put the world in the sky and the sky over the world. Um wow, that's a really dumb sentence now that it came out of my mouth. <laughs> um you wander around with some guy talking to you the entire time, just no real reason, just going right until it tells you to stop. You end up at the bastion, don't really know what it is, sounds like it's a fallout shelter, maybe it's like what's left of the world. Who knows? Find out the narrator, hey, he's actually a dude, some old guy. Is he gonna tell you who he is? No, you can go fuck yourself. We're not telling you anything yet. You've got hours of of game to play where we'll slowly trip feed you what happened so then you go through and i want to say i called that that bad guy was the bad guy oh yeah that was i took one look at him when i came across him i'm like that dude looks fucking evil (laughs) so you find some dude he's just like chilling with his mouth open staring in the sky with like zombie look on his face Apparently, he's of the other clan, and he was visiting in your capital when the place blew up or whatever the fuck happened. Comes back with you, starts hanging out, doesn't really say anything. Like, literally, nothing's really said of any importance between these people. Eventually, you find some chick who's playing some music. That's it. There's no other explanation for why she's there, why you should give a shit. <laughs> she's just someone else to add to your population of people laying around the hub world doing nothing while you go out and do everything um you're told you have to go to these different areas to go collect your remnants of i'm assuming the power core for the bastion because if we resurrect the bastion things they don't tell you what it's going to do as you're collecting it but it's really really important guys at some point um you find a book you give it to the the evil dude who you don't know is evil yet but he's obviously evil and you leave and come back, and he's, like, somehow managed to destroy the Bastion and ran away and took, I believe he took the girl with him, vowing revenge and, oh my god, you guys deserve this, blah blah blah. And then the old guy's like, hey, we kind of deserve this. No, I'm not going to tell you why. You sought to go through another couple of missions before I'll tell you why. <laughs> so you go through, and uh long story short from what I gathered, the Ura who is the people that the evil dude are, is from and your people who I don't think we ever were given a name were at like long standing rivals and at war with each other all the time they lived underground we lived above them at some point we like joined like we we were okay with each other then they found out that we were like encroaching on their territory and stealing their resources i think and they started fighting with us and as a last ditch effort to seal them off we built the calamity which sounds like it might be supposed to be implied as a nuke and when we were going to set it off to trap them they tricked us and sabotaged it and blew us up instead but i guess everyone blew it up <laughs> and that's everybody that's up. what happened um the old guy was the engineer the was developing the weapons and developed that weapon which is why he knows so much about it and apparently he also built the bastion which might be a time machine might be a giant flying saucer might be a fallout shelter not really sure even at the end of the game what the fuck that was supposed to be (laughs) um so after you finally learn all this shit you go to i guess beat them up and get the last power crystal or maybe you go to chase the evil guy down. I don't really remember why you went off to go find him, but you go find him, you beat him up, and then you, have a ch- you get your binary choice time. Oh boy. Let's <laughs> have to play the entirety of the last mission where they're literally making you drag around a giant piece of stone to extend the gameplay out. I'm not fucking kidding. They give you a battering ram, and that's what you have to use to fight, and it cuts your movement speed by like a fourth. Yeah. Fucking horrible. So, binary choice do you save him or do you kill him and i chose to save him so fuck you kevin you thought i was gonna kill Whoa, him I didn't i, I, I saved did. him oh no, no no saved him
1: all of your playthroughs are good guys first
0: that's right it's true yeah it's true. First ones. <laughs> saved him mostly because it seemed like he was a tragic character and the only reason that he was like turning against us is because he found out that we were kind of assholes so i was like yeah mm-hmm. you're kind of in the right here Saved him. And then they make you fucking drag his sorry ass all the way to a teleporter. (laughs) Which took forever and they have this moment where all of his fellow tribesmen put their guns down. And then one of them tries to take a shot at you and someone smacks him to the ground. They let you walk away. And it's really tense. And then binary choice again. Are you going to reverse time or are you going to run away? Why are you going to choose between these two you might ask? Because the old guy says we should turn back time and the lady says we should run away. Where? I don't know. Why? I also don't know. Is there any reason that we would want to go somewhere else, quote-unquote? No. Is there any reason not to turn back time? No. The only thing they gave you that would be any reason is, but we might not remember what happened. Bitch, I don't give a shit. (laughs) The world (laughs) blowed up. I think we need to go back and try again. (laughs) And you've introduced time travel now, so now I know that all we have to do is go back and try again if it fucked up the second time. So, there's no reason to not go back in time. So, obviously I chose to go back in time and I'm like, "Oh, so they're going to tell me what happens?" No. No, they're not. They're going to stop and go, "And that's your story."
1: That's your story? Fuck
0: that. <laughs> Fuck that. Fucking bullshit. Like, really? You're going to end like that? You're not going to you're not going to give me anything. You're not going to tell me, "Oh, and we went back and here's what happened. You're we we forgot everything or oh, this time we, we managed to avert it. We did remember everything, so we stopped. No. No. And you chose it and now we're done. That's your story. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I did not go back and try the other choices because I just I was pissed off at that oh, point. Really? I'm like, Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Not picking that again. That was that was such a waste of my time. Oh, so nice. uh so what did you choose before I finish off the story?
1: So I actually really liked how they had set up the ending. Like, of course you yeah, did. Yeah, like binary choice crap. But I was like really, I had, the first time I played it, I was like really thinking about it because they're like option one, you just stick with the world being blown up and deal with it and just go about your merry way and just survive. And I was like, okay. And they're like option two, you restore the world, but you might not remember anything, and there's really no guarantee that this exact same thing isn't going to happen again. And I was like, oh, that's. I was like, that is pretty interesting. Because, yeah, like, what if you revert it right back before, but nobody has an idea what happened, and the events just unfold exactly the same way? Like, are you just going to get stuck in that loop forever? Like, is there actually any way to prevent that if you actually go back in time? And I was like, you know what? I think think it's probably just going to keep getting blown up and remade. And then the eventual conclusion would be, you just say, screw that and just deal with it. So I picked the option where you just go and you don't restore the world. And so the guy was just like, huh, okay alrighty then, and then you just get on the thing and fly away and they're just like, alright, we're just going to make our own story now, yay, and then, like it's like a little That's mini it. mini happy ending, kind of, but not really because everyone's still dead.
0: Nonsense, uh, nonsense.
1: <laughs> I liked it because it like made me think about like, you know, just philosophically, like, you know, would this actually solve anything, restoring it, if it's going to end up the same way again, and I, I liked that, so, I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. It wasn't a stupid thing like am I gonna be a dick or am I gonna be nice? It was like hmm, what's actually what's actually gonna happen here? You know what? I don't know. It's kinda like a ambiguous situation. That's why I, I appreciated the ending.
0: No, 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 no. If they had actually well, provided some of that explanation to what was going on and like had I don't know, dialogue between the fucking characters where they like gave their case for it and maybe, you know, prompted you to think about it, I would give them that. That's not what they did. You put that on the game. That's you giving the game more than it had. I don't know. I think the guy That's I think, totally you giving the game more than it
1: had. I think the old guy said it pretty well where he's like, We can go back and try to undo it, but we're probably not gonna remember anything that happened. And it's like, well yeah, then you might it might just happen again. I, I think he even says like there's no guarantee it's not just gonna happen again. So it's like, I don't know. I didn't, no. I didn't think that was I don't think that's stretching I think that's that's the obvious decision that you had to deal with <laughs> I mean, make a I'm decision? not saying
0: that's not the obvious decision I'm saying that one within the game you, it wasn't made clear that that was the decision. I'm saying that we are putting that onto the game. the game didn't do that on its own, and it had no consequence so any of that kind of emotional build up making you think about it is meaningless because. It didn't play out. There was no post game credits that shows you what you know happened with your choice. It's like, oh, we built this up and pfft, you're done. Yeah,
1: I mean, I kind of like the, I don't know, those types of storytelling. I kind of like the ambiguous nature of it, or just like, oh, we'll just, you know, you made your decision and here's like an open ended ending. Or when they do like the very subtle storytelling where they're not shoving exposition down your throat and it kind of emerges. But it, I did look at the Wikipedia page for it and it does say (laughs) if you play it again in the plus mode it says it's hinted that if you restore the world it's it doesn't actually prevent it from happening again so there
0: (laughs) so you want me to and let me get this straight play the game again yeah yeah do it no (laughs) (laughs) no absolutely not
1: well uh then you should just pick the other option because apparently it doesn't work
0: well maybe if the game had locked me out of playing it again when I picked the other option, and it was like, oh, look, it worked. So you can't play it again. No, I still would have. I wouldn't even notice, honestly. I would have just been like, oh, well, that was a shitty ending. Quit out of the game and uninstalled it. <laughs> oh, man.
1: I don't know. I, I
0: liked it. I'm assuming you saved him too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course.
1: Yeah. Which I thought was cool.
0: That entire last level was just. Oh, the thing I was move so. Yeah. I was so fed up with the game at that point. Like, it started getting challenging, but I realized it wasn't challenging because the enemies were, like, better in any real regard. They just had more health and were hitting harder. Like, it wasn't that they were moving or doing something different from the other enemies. They still had generic move-attack-move-attack going on. They just took, like, stupid amounts of damage. The laziest way to increase the difficulty (laughs) of a game. can't really think of what to do here, so let's just make it so that they have three times as much health as you do.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I was, I was kind of annoyed with the movement speed on the last level, but I also kind of liked just the, the idea that, that they were going with, um, just like you get, you know, the superpowered weapon and now you just go like wreck things. But it kind of reminded me of like in half-life too, when, um, when you're getting towards the end and the gravity gun just goes like insane and you can just kill freaking everything. And it's kind of cool. Like you just get in there, you just overpower everything. And then, uh.
0: But Half-Life didn't make you slow down to use it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that kind of sucked about that. <laughs> but it did make it kind of interesting because you're not like totally destroying. Like you still need to have some kind of strategy because you can't move as fast. So you still need to like block and you're not just zipping around, just wrecking everything. So I kind of, I didn't like it, but at the same time I was like, I see why you're doing this.
0: You're giving the game way too much credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. I feel like there I'm stretching was, it a bit. That was really. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, um, the last bit of the story comes from dealing with. I think they're called reflections. Randomly, Mm -hmm. someone will have a thing of theirs that you can go touch that makes you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a bong or it's a book, whatever it is, your person's just like, what's the what's the condition where you're sleeping all the time?
1: Uh, I was gonna be like insomnia, but that's that's not. Yeah, that's the the other one. (laughs) I forget.
0: I don't know, I'm gonna call him a necrophiliac. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you go to sleep, you wake up in some arena. It's always the same arena. They just kind of change the color coding based on who it is you're going to deal with their past, and that's what you're doing. You're you're re what they want it to be is you're reliving their past so that you learn something about these characters. What it actually is is a really shitty arena fight that has like. 20 to 25 waves in it. That's a lot. And it just gets progressively harder as you go along and again not the better enemies, not the you know, different play style that they're picking up, just more health and more health and more health. And they just have the narrator basically reading you the story of their of their life, you know, in his own way of telling you what happened to each of them. So basically the kid was uh i guess he was a street urchin and eventually no he had like an idyllic family life and i think his dad died and he was with his mom and uh went to volunteer to go be a guard and then his mom left and died when he came back so he went back to the wall got promoted while on patrol and the calamity happened that's basically the entirety of his backstory there was a lot more wording to it but that's what it came down to The girl... I don't even remember what hers was. Some similar street urchin nonsense. Um, And the the evil guy, his backstory was basically about a love interest, I'm pretty sure. Girlfriend or something. I think they died.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I forget.
0: I think he had a hard upbringing too. Probably another street urchin. (laughs) And I think there's one for the old guy that basically tells you that he was the engineer that made the nuke. So, it was... They could have done it so much better if they had had you, like... Did you ever play Psychonauts? I did not. <sighs> well, I'm going to spoil a little bit of it, uh, and I'm going to make you play that fucking game. Right. Um, although I probably can't, because I know you're going to love it, because it's a great game. There's <laughs> there, various times, but there's one specific point in the game when they're going through some tutorial stuff, and you're you enter into the mind of this guy who apparently went through a war... So as you're going through this dream world getting tutorialized, you're reliving like various parts of his war experience. It's done very well. Everything that you're doing is based on whatever it was that was going on in his life that he's kind of telling you about, not directly like the narrator was, but hinting at it by the comments that he's making and what you're seeing in the environment. They could have done that here. They had a Perfect opportunity to give you some, you know, blended story where you, you know, follow him as he goes from place to place. Maybe you walk in and watch his mom die. Um, go back on the wall, fight as him in whatever battles it was that he was, you know, patrolling on as you're getting the narration over top. Instead, they did a shitty arena battle. Perfect opportunity. I almost would have been enough for me to change my mind about the game, to be honest. Um, but No shitty arena battle it is
1: yeah like i would i'd say instead of like trying to tell a backstory and they're like "Ooh, let's make an arena based mode i feel like they were like we need some grindy arena based mode let's just shove the exposition in between each wave
0: (laughs) yep there's plenty of opportunity for them to tell us about this stuff while i was playing the main missions and all the shitty arena areas i was already fighting in i don't really understand why they had to make it a separate deal yeah very annoying um Along that line, there was a point, I don't remember what the hell happened, but they were trying to guilt trip me about something that I did, Um, and I think it may have just been something that they made you do anyway. Um, Yeah, I wrote down, trying to give this psychological dream sequence of guilt for our character, but what am I going to say next? Uh, what? (laughs) He has no character, so how am I supposed to feel guilty? How am I supposed to have any opinion of him? He doesn't talk. It's like me trying to feel guilty about something that Link did. He's just a non-character. He's a bland face for you to put yourself onto. So what is the point of trying to make me feel something for this if you're not going to characterize him? It doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I, I will say that the characters in, in this one, like the fact that you had to dig for that, or it just give you the backstory, just, just spat it out. You're like, that's great. I'm not, like, reading a book, though. Like, they're, they're not doing anything. They're just sprites standing there. Mm-hmm. And it's all just, like, this guy did this, and that guy did that. But, like, nothing... I don't, know, you don't actually really see them do anything. It's all just, like, oh, yeah, that guy did that thing. See, so, yeah, right. I thought the, the characters were pretty weak. They were
0: very weak. Yeah. They'd... Especially the
1: the girl with the harp thing who just sits there and doesn't do anything for the whole, whole frickin' story.
0: No, she had, like, nothing. She was basically just someone to go rescue at one point. That was her entire purpose in the game.
1: Yeah. And to give you another option at the end of it. Right. But yeah, that's (laughs) seemed to be her only point pretty much. And if you didn't even do the, uh, the quest for the backstory or like you have to, you have to go turn in the items to go. Then he talks about it. Right. Like if you didn't even do that, which I didn't do on my second playthrough, really, I was just like, "Why,
0: why is this person here? Yeah. And even their comments on the things were useless. Yeah. No, not a, not a very good blending of characters. Um, yeah. There's one other thing about the story. At one point, I was in the swamp, I think, yeah. and I was going to find one of the shards, obviously, because that's all you do. And the narrator's telling me about how the swamp monsters are trying to make their own bastion. And I remember distinctly pausing and going, wait, really? Really? <laughs> are you are you are you for real? The monsters are making a, a bastion and trying to collect the shards. Like they stole the shards from me. Um, okay, so first off, why are you telling me that the bastion that we have is our only hope? If they're making one, clearly it's not. Um, apparently, they're they're smart enough to be making a fucking time machine, but I can't talk to them and say, "Hey guys, how about we stop killing each other and you just come over on our bastion." and everything will be fine. Maybe I can ask you to go get the shard. No? That's not a thing? Okay. Um, really? And then he said, Ah, and they rounded up all their survivors and brought them to their bastion. Like, no they didn't. I've been killing them everywhere, and I guarantee when I leave this area, I'm gonna go kill them somewhere else too. So no, they have not been rounding up all their survivors. What What are you talking about? So, And I don't remember the reason that he gave, but it was some weak sauce reasoning for why we had to take their their shard and fuck them. So it's okay for us to slaughter them all because we need the shard. So, wow, we're terrible people. We are absolutely horrible people.
1: (laughs) I do remember that part. And yeah, it was kind of weird. Like,
0: these people are just trying to survive. Let's go and kill them. Sorry. Sorry, I need it more than you. Our bastion's better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it came out of nowhere. It had... It had nothing to do with the game. It never came back up again. It just kind of made me feel shitty about it. I'm like, is there an option at the end of the game where I can just like opt out? Just like, take one of my pistols and eat it. Just be like, we're done. (laughs) I'm a terrible person. You're a terrible person. We all suck. Let's just kill ourselves and let this world burn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and apparently the monsters were going to the quarry because the rocks are calling them. Um, Mm -hmm. That was another thing that was pissing me off about the the story and, and the general like atmosphere of the game nothing was explained they would just throw stuff down and be like yeah deal with it it was like when i was playing heroes and they'd they'd be like oh and and are gonna go fight and i'm like that is just a bunch of consonants next to each other that's not a name who are you talking about you've never mentioned this person is that god or is it or is it a demon is that is that me Am I that? It's like reading the the Cimmerillion for the Lord of the Rings, or just like mm-hmm. five billion elvish names that all look alike and you're supposed to understand who the hell they're talking about. Ridiculous. Same kind of feel in this game. Not from stupid names, but from just the absurdity of, of the way they're throwing down like these vague explanations for what these enemies are and what their place was in the society, but not really. And Oh, we need to have some reason to have rocks popping up out of the ground because someone thought it was a cool idea. Uh they're they're calling the monsters in. So rocks talk too? What? Yes. <laughs> How? Why? You going to bring that up again? No. Okay. So why did you have to tell me that?
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. So like I simultaneously hate and also like that style of storytelling at the same time. So like on one hand, I like it where it doesn't have to freaking explain anything like it's Pokemon. You're like, Ooh, what's that? And it's like, Oh, the rock monster formations are, and it just like freaking tells you like every single like thing that you'd ever need to know about the world. (laughs) Like, I don't really appreciate that. I do kind of like it when they're like, these things exist. This is the world you're in. Like,
0: yeah, it's just with how much downtime there was in the game, they had the opportunity to tell you more and they chose not to. So rather than like drip feeding me exposition and trying to have this unique storytelling mode, it seemed more like they just wanted to half-ass their story and kind of just get away with the minimum that they could do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like on on one hand, it's cool just being dropped into the world, but on the other hand, not explaining stuff can get yeah kind of annoying after a while. Like, yeah, like with this story, and then even with their follow-up game, Transistor, which I might make you play as well, but it's uh, you're, <laughs> you're basically in for the same stuff. God damn it. But this, the preview for Transistor for me I mean I love the game but like yeah the story was like they just kind of like drip it out and they're like oh here's a little random story chunk and you're just in the world and like oh here's another little piece of story and you're just like and it doesn't really like try to tie it together very satisfyingly for you and it's like ah I like not being explained everything but I also hate it when you don't freaking explain enough about what's going on so it doesn't make any sense
0: right yeah like plenty of stories start you off with virtually no idea what's going on i mean all the fallout games do that the elder scrolls games do that um I'm trying to think of some other non-bethesda <laughs> uh that <laughs> other thing for a bit i because i was gonna say mass effect and i'm like no no they give you dictionaries but <laughs> a lot of games will, they'll, will have you come in you don't really understand what's going on they don't give you a lot of backstory um initially it's not like you know one giant cut scene at the beginning like when you start a metal gear solid game you know, it's just a little, little snippet of of cinematic, maybe, or maybe they just plop you down in a cart going off to your fucking execution. And they're like, "Yeah, you did something wrong, man. I don't know what, but you're gonna get killed." Mm. But then you learn what's going on with the world as you go and play. You get, you know, missions that are telling you what's happening. You go on a walk with someone to your next objective, and they're t- talking to you about what's happening, and you have conversations. Not this. This is just like, yeah, yeah. We could have, could have, but no. We don't really know what's going on either.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing with this, this one developer. It's like they they lay it all out there, but then they just don't go all the way with it. And it's just like, ah, uh, it's kind of annoying. See, so yeah, I, I
2: would agree.
0: Very that. annoying. Very <laughs> annoying.
1: Um. All right. You got any more notes
0: over there? No, no, no more random comments about this kind of stuff. There were no cinematics, so I think that pretty much pulls together the atmosphere yeah cool Um,
1: all right so overall i'm good i'm good i was gonna give it overall ranking time
0: you want to go first or should i
1: um i'll go first so i would rank this in my best game category i will gladly play this anytime i had a lot of fun playing it for the second time around and uh, especially because i didn't even experiment with putting the stuff on like all the different skulls or anything on so i think for me i would definitely play this again
0: I just want to interrupt for one second, just yeah. to point out two things. One, okay. I love the fact that we're calling them skulls because <laughs> just... they're totally not. <laughs> but yeah. Two, you have sixteen hours in this game, so for being in your best, would play again any time. For some reason, you haven't mm-hmm. played at any time.
1: Hey, hey, it's because I got freaking five hundred games in my library, Brian. You know this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got other things just... to do than replay the same thing
0: gotta take that opportunity to just uh, uh, just stick it just, uh. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: i mean if you only play these games for like three hours each how have you not beaten them all already there's so many <laughs> there's so
1: <laughs> many it's i would probably have to have been playing like nonstop for like three years and then i beat freaking all the games there's just too many i, I have no room to talk so. yeah and of course I, I plug a lot of that into battlefield and stuff so yeah, I'm not actually trying to beat a lot of the games in my library. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't we all?
0: Uh, so as for me, um, Drum I guess it'd be in my meh category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Bastion
1: wins again. It didn't <laughs> get bad. <laughs> it's not the worst it,
0: game ever. Yeah, it it didn't it didn't grind my like gears like you know Dust Force and and Team Fortress. It's it plays well enough. It's not interesting. It's not. I'm not going to come back and ponder over the intricacies of this story or anything, but yeah, if if I had no other games to play and I wanted to play a game, I could play it again. There's definitely more content that I haven't touched. Okay,
1: okay, I, I will, I will gladly accept this award of the meh category <laughs> for this because <laughs> I know that's about the ceiling for these types of games. So that's a that is basically a win. <laughs> <for> my boy. <book. laughs>
0: we should draw trophies for these. Yeah.
1: The Meh Award Award would only play if there was literally nothing else to do. Yeah. (laughs) I like the sound of that.
0: If my Steam library got deleted, except for this game, I'd probably touch it. So what about a a one-liner?
1: One-liner. I mean, if if you love isometric hack-and-slashes, if you like being just basically tantalized with a deep story, but not actually getting (laughs) it, and if you love a great soundtrack um, Bastion is, is definitely your game
0: what I heard was if you like blue balls play this game <laughs> so I got out of that I mean,
1: people are into anything so I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> where's Mark when you need him yeah I know <laughs> so as for me it'd have to be I'd let the narrator fuck me otherwise shit game for pretentious tea bags damn
1: for the first <laughs> part that's wow <laughs> that voice is, man where is Mark indeed? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that guy's voice. Something else. That's so great. I want to find out who I, that guy is. I think he's the only reason I kept playing.
1: Yeah. If not for just his completely overdramatic phrases. Like, that guy must have been, I don't know, I can just imagine him in, like, the, the sound studio. He's just, like, trying over and over again to make this, like, the most epic line that he has to
0: make. Oh, and I, I imagine time. him I imagine him with, like, the microphone, like, almost touching his lips. <laughs> There's no way he wasn't like making out with the microphone while he was doing that to get that tonal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so intimate. Exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, for real. That's probably why their their other games didn't do as well. Cause that guy wasn't in it.
0: It's probably true.
1: I will. I'm definitely gonna go try to find out who this guy is. Has he done anything else? Maybe. Yeah.
0: But I think we've uh, spent more than enough time talking about this. Yep. Landy game. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, as always, you can come and look us up on the Facebook page. I've been doing a real shit job of keeping up on that, but yeah, it's why I don't have a real Facebook profile, so <laughs> maybe one of you guys can pick it up, probably not. I'll try and be better maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, by <laughs> the way, funny. it's utter descent Facebook page in case you forgot what you were listening to. uh, you can also follow us. On Twitter at Utter Descent. Same deal with the Facebook. I very rarely remember I was doing good for a while, remembering to like say, Hey, we're recording and then stuff. Eh, that well that's not even stuff. It's just more like I just don't care about social media. Um,
1: <laughs> I know me too it's I just, like I
0: just I just couldn't care less. It's just not my thing.
1: Yeah, we we're we were hanging out with someone and like they were like taking all these photos and like then making all these posts about like hanging out with us and like tagging us and like tagging locations and all this stuff. I'm just like, I can't imagine caring that much about what's going on. Right. To let other people know.
0: I don't know. Oh, let's check into this restaurant. Why? But Why? I know I'm here. Eat your food. (laughs) You know, I'm here. I think we're okay. We don't need to check in. Stop giving them free advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Uh, anyway, aside from the social media stuff, as far as listening to us, we are on all of the, the podcasts. So, all of them. All of them. So, okay. Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, boom-chicka-boom-chicka-boom. Um, <laughs> I think Spreaker's been giving me shit and asking for money. Uh, they won't let me have all of the episodes uploaded, so I'm probably just going to keep the most recent one up and like, the ones that I think are good up. So, if you really like Spreaker and you for some reason want a particular one to be up let me know and i can make sure it's up i'm talking to our one listener that's probably mark um (laughs) otherwise i would highly recommend switching over to like podbean or something there their site's awesome and uh i guess the last thing is we are still trying to find a time to go through battlefield one versus battlefield five i think that's the next on our list That'll be between Mark, Kevin, and myself. It's going to be a different kind of podcast. We're not going to be doing like a love-hate relationship like we usually are doing. Because um, we all like Battlefield. But we're going to have some more caustic remarks probably towards one versus the other. And try and figure out why one of them's better than the other in our personal opinions. So that's the next one that we're going to record. Um, maybe fun. maybe next week. Maybe the week after. depends on... When we find the time to do it, I'm still editing the Heroes podcast, so not that that literally matters to anyone who'd be listening to this. But Kevin, I'm editing the podcast right now. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, as for the future, Eric is playing Don't Starve, so that's the next one for him and I to record. I need to find some time and start playing Conquer's Bad Fur Day, um, for Mark and myself. Mark is playing Killers Dead. And I think Kevin's playing Fallout and Metro 2033. Metro, yay.
1: Yeah, I wish <laughs> I was
0: still living with you so I could watch you play God. that and shit your pants. I hate, hate scary games. It's not even a scary game, it's just dark. <laughs> that makes it scary, bro. <laughs> oh, man. So, as always, I'm going to be on all of those, um, especially Metro. I'm really am curious to see how that went. But we've got our lineup pretty well. Um, planned out for the future so once i start getting back into editing and we get back on a regular schedule it should be more consistent with um podcasts coming out yep yep. so i think with that we are we're good and we will yep. catch you guys next time
2: all
1: right see everyone later
0: roll outro